three, two, one, it's time to go. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Mission Forge. Thank you for joining me today. This is where iron sharpens iron. I'm Bobby Jankovic, your host. I'm the broker of Remax Capital. Thanks again for joining me today. I want to continue some 101 training, 101 information on showing property. Uh, my target audience is going to be a new or newer agent in the business somebody that maybe has been in the business for as much as a year and has not had a lot of experience or you're coming back into the industry um, or just getting started fresh out. Or even if you're a consumer getting ready to purchase a house, purchase a second house, um, it's not a bad idea to listen to this information just to see what it is we're thinking and how we're planning as we go forward. So I've got a checklist for you of some different items I want you to consider as you are showing property. I want you to have a clear understanding of what the buyer wants. What does the consumer really want to see? All right, you got to have that focused in your head. Now, I've got a caveat to that. You may need to, you probably will need to refine that understanding once you witness the consumer inside of the property. It's easy to give ideas of what you're looking for over the phone but until we as practitioners see the true reaction of the consumer inside a property, we can't really fine tune our search for them. And sometimes I think of the first two or three showings, the first half day, sometimes is a learning experience where as an agent, you are really figuring out what is going to strike a chord with this consumer. As an agent, you want to search multiple sources for your client. That includes multiple MLS systems. That includes searching for sale by owner listings. That includes thinking about your sphere and who owns a house that might also want to sell it. Hey, when that market's hot, sometimes you're putting deals together that don't even exist. Houses that are not there, you're playing matchmaker. So really understand your market goes far beyond that hot sheet and the single MLS that's in your region. Sometimes our regions, and in our case, our regions are definitely covered by overlapping MLS systems. And you can't just search one and think you've done your full job. We have got to take a much more active role and getting our consumers into properties that we think will fit, not just waiting for them to tell us what they'd like to see. You need to follow listing agent instructions. We want to make sure that the listing agent's ideas for communicating with them and the special instructions for the property are followed, and those are all listed in MLS. Remember, this listing agent is going to be the one who could be delivering your client's offer to their clients. So it's important that you set the tone and follow the instructions. Um, you want to work multiple days in advance of a showing if possible. 
there are times when you've got to put something together in the last day, but a rushed job is very, it's very hard to do. So if you can get the appointments set up in advance, two, three, four days ahead of time, it's so much better. You want to spend special attention paying, um, paying close attention to the layout of your itinerary. You don't want to be zigzagging back and forth across town. Group your showings in a logical way that will minimize driving around your elbow to get to your backside. And it just takes a little bit of time. Sometimes you need to plot them out on a map and your MLS function can help you with that. You want to listen to what your client says, but again, we do have laws and reason that we have to also apply, that we we don't make decisions on where we show property based on certain criteria, and I'm bringing to your head fair housing considerations, and we want to make sure we are giving houses to the clients that fit their criteria, and those are nuts and bolts criteria, price, square footage, number of bathrooms, number of bedrooms, those sorts of things. So we do want to listen to our clients, but we also have to make them understand that we are going to abide by fair housing rules and regulations. And last on the checklist, I want you to track every showing. Track all the properties that you put in front of your client and certainly track all the the properties that you go into with your client. That's very important. And we will uh, talk more about that later. All right, so here are some action item takeaways based on that checklist. You need to know your buyer and you need to understand the house they want. You're going to get to that level of understanding as I described through actually being in the field with them. But prior to that, you're going to develop your foundation through a client consultation. And you should be doing that in their home, uh, in your office, ideally, um, and spend 20, 40 minutes with them asking them about the house they want so that they will get the house that they want. You are going to need to understand the time constraints posed by a showing. How, How long is your typical showing? Okay, if you're in a condensed urban area, you know, you might be able to knock out three showings in an hour. If you're in a little bit more spread out suburban area, it might take you, you might get two in one every 30 minutes. Okay, it could, if you're driving uh, from rural location to rural location, you might be talking 45 minutes to an hour for each showing. Um, Are you going to be showing multiple people that will take longer if you're just dealing with a single uh, individual Uh, so factor all that into play as you start to map out your day another action item as things change and they will change throughout the day it's imperative that you communicate with the listing agent and or the listing office if for some reason you can't make it there's been any number of things can come up don't leave the other side hanging because people are are changing their schedules to accommodate you. You, as an action item, should prep your buyer with proper expectations and the cadence of the day. Let them know what to expect. Okay, what is what is the itinerary? How is that going to look? Plan in breaks. And last action item, when you're in the field, take notes, take notes, take notes. You want to take notes that you pick up on things. You want to pick up impressions of your buyers, positive and negative, 
and again, take more notes. And that's going to serve several purposes. We'll talk a little bit more about later. Some best practices when you're showing a property. You're going to, I'm going to reiterate this, you're going to check in with the listing agent. Why? You're going to confirm availability because you don't want to go show a property that already has a contract or has just been pulled off the market. You know, sometimes we see vacant property. We we say, hey, that's a, that's a low barrier to entry. I've got that one taken care of. I don't have to check. I can just go in. Well, you got to make sure there's not any special instructions. There could be an alarm code. Um, maybe the owner came home for the weekend to paint the bathroom. You know, you don't know. You need to check in and read all those instructions. Another best practice. You want to prepare materials for your buyer to have during the showings. Take the time and print something out uh, from MLS they have it all on their phone. That's true. But some people like tangible things they can hold and read. If the listing agent has printed uh, glossy flyers or, or other in the property, have encouraged the buyer to m match the two together. So they've got what you gave and what was in the property. Um, sometimes the price has been reduced on one or the other. So you want to make sure that they're updated to accurately reflect um, what the price of the property is. I like to throw in a copy of the tax records. Um, it's a little value-added service that I do. It is extra. It's not really needed. But sometimes there's questions that come up that can be answered by the tax records. Uh, next, another best practice. Set those expectations for your buyers about appointment procedures. Okay? We're not just people who open doors. Um, and if you're driving around and you see a house, maybe it just came on the market. Maybe it's maybe it missed your search because it was 10 square feet too small. Whatever the reason, you can't just open the door and let people in. So have the buyer understand that, hey, wow, we just saw that. Let's take a look. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull over and send a text message to the listing agent and see if I can't get you in today. Um, and it's important that the consumer knows that you have those, um, those barriers to entry. I always knock and announce my entry. Even if I have an appointment, even if the property's vacant, you never know who's inside that house. So don't just walk in and startle someone or you be startled. I knock loudly on the door, ring the doorbell a couple of times, open the door and announce myself in a loud voice who I am and what I'm doing. Always leave a card and turn off the lights if they were left on for you or if you turn them on, unless you're told not to. Sometimes the owner is going to be returning right back to the house. You can leave the lights on. Sometimes there's another showing coming in and you can just let it ride. But it's courtesy to turn those lights off and make sure you lock the doors. Um, send feedback. I know this is a hot button issue. Sometimes people don't like to take the time to do it, but boy, you really... You really help out your fellow agent when you drop a couple of beads of feedback for them. You don't have to do it right away. Later that evening, I know after a long day of showings, it's the last thing you want to do is sit down at the computer um, or at your phone and text. But carve out 20 minutes to just reach out to these agents who you know made an appointment for you and just give them a couple of nuggets of your impressions. And you don't have to get super fancy, but... We're all in this together, and when you have market data that they can go back to their consumer with, I'm sorry, their seller with, and, and make marketing adjustments that may end up helping you in the future, it's just a good policy to help each other out. All right, 
your buyer may have special needs. You need to consider those. If it's a long day of showing and they have little children, that might not be a good recipe, okay? If they, maybe they're diabetic and they can't run all day without a meal. You know, you're going to have to plan something to stop in and, and recharge. Um, you know, maybe it's restroom breaks. Maybe there's somebody with uh, an injury or, or disability. You know, you need to factor all that in when you're planning these showings out. Consumer comes first. Um, put your phone on silent, okay? Don't don't be don't don't pick up the phone. Don't be in. Don't be divided in your attention. Give your hundred percent attention to the to the consumer so that you can serve them. Now, if you're driving, and there's really three ways you can do this. You can drive them around. They can drive you around, so you can. Um, navigate or you can drive in tandem if you are driving in tandem you have a moment or two a short brief moment or two as you're pulling up and as you're leaving to check your phone but if you are with that individual your your phone should not get any of your intention unless you've been pulled pulled away or directed to check something out let me you know what i can call i can text the listing agent and i can ask that question if your consumer says, well, I wonder if that, that conveys, you know, I, you know, it's not in the MLS. Let me, let me just shoot a quick text to the listing agent. Now you've got some license to be l- looking for a response from that person. Um, and, and your consumer will go with that. But if none, nothing like that's going on, don't you dare pick up the phone and say, uh, yes, this is Bobby. How may I help you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in a showing. That's what voicemail is for. Okay. Um, and, and you should probably also notify your, your family if, you know, hey, I'm going to be tied up. I'm going to have limited availability. So if it's an emergency, you know, give them instructions what to do. Um, You've got to make that client feel special. All right. Now some yottas and yagatas. You got to have an appointment and make sure that listing is available. You need to have access and method clear. Is there a gate code? Do you have the right MLS key? Do you have the alarm code? Make sure all those things are ironed out. You better have a compensation path clear. If you're showing outside of your MLS, you are not guaranteed payment. If you're showing a FISBO, you are not guaranteed payment unless you establish that in writing. Have a buyer lender letter and explain to the buyer the process of when they will be expected to put up earnest money and in the event they get a contract, how much they need to get together for a home inspection. Of course, you don't know exactly, but you can give them a good range. You ought to, and you got to, as I said, take notes, plan breaks, possible meals, and plan for things that you just don't expect, okay? Don't be so rigid. You got to be flexible. You also should be prepared don't run straight up to an engagement. If you have something to do at 3 o'clock on, on Saturday afternoon, don't plan a showing up to 2.45 because something is going to come up. You might need to write an offer. You may need to show two additional houses. So you need to pull your barrier back to 115 or something so that if something comes up, you can extend closer to your, your hard break. Um, you want to continue to communicate with your listing agents. You want to point out the good, the bad, and the ugly, but don't point out your opinions. Your opinions are 
I don't want to say irrelevant, but they can really muddy the waters, okay? You want to point out your observations that will have an impact to somebody buying that house, okay? And there's a difference, all right? You don't want to be pointing out tacky this or da-da-da-da-that, all right? That's not why you've been hired. Unless you are directly asked, what do you think? What's your opinion? And lastly, on your oughtas and your gottas, listen more and talk less, all right? Your client is the star of the show, and they don't need to hear personal stories about you and your family and your, your, the, the birthday party and stuff like that, okay? Let them talk. They're the star. All right, now some potential pitfalls you want to watch out for. If you poorly plan your route, it's going to cause issues. You need to be flexible and let the situation become fluid. Just make sure you update everybody involved. I want you to stay in touch with the buyers to establish and maintain procuring cause. Now, that's a complicated topic, but if you just do your job, don't show a house and then a month later, not having reached out to the buyer, find out that they bought it through an open house or something because you may very well end up with nothing uh, as far as compensation. So you need to keep in touch with the buyer and maintain that procuring cause. Again, that is a complicated topic, but you might want to ask your broker a little bit more about it. Offering opinions versus highlights can set a bad tone and send the wrong message. And last pitfall I want you to watch out for, if you don't prepare materials for the buyers to have during showings, it's going to be hard for them to remember if they saw even four houses, sometimes they can get jumbled. But when you start showing six, seven, eight, ten houses, who in the heck can keep that straight? prepare materials, and consider bringing a clipboard so they can write on them. All right, I've got some capital tips from the pros for the marketing. And a little hint, these are, these are pro, uh, pro tips that I've developed over the years uh, with the help of, of others. All right, houses are going to do the heavy lifting for you. So it's your job to get the consumer in the right houses and let the houses unfold and match the consumer's needs. Bring a tape measure bring a flashlight. If you see them needing to measure, start talking about, will this fit or that fit? You've got a tape measure. You can get that out, help them solve the problem right there. I can't, I, I can't tell you the number. You need a flashlight more than you don't on these showings. All right. There's always something that can be illuminated. Okay. And the clipboard. That's just a great pro tip. Have the clipboard for their use and for yours. Rainy days are the best days to show property. Okay, and enough said. If there's a problem with the rain, it isn't going to show up on a nice sunny day. And just think about that. If you show it on a sunny day, home inspections on a sunny day, closings on a sunny day, and then a month later, rain, 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 rain. Whoa, nobody could have known what kind of problem there would be until it rains. So rainy days are good. If you're showing at night, you want to confirm that utilities will be on. Um, you want to try to avoid, sorry guys, letting them use the restrooms in these houses because you don't want a problem to develop. Um, try to plan in restroom breaks as you can. I know sometimes nature calls and it's unavoidable, but let's be respectful of other people's property. Um, try not to let the clients wander alone throughout the house. There's two things on that. Sometimes, believe it or not, Consumers will come in under false pretenses that they want to buy a house so that they can get access to things inside of a house. Could be um, valuables, it could be medicines or whatever. 
and we don't know this and they get separated from us and they can do they can do damage or 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 th steal things so you want to stay with your clients try not letting them split up and divide your attention and that's a good safety issue too plus you want to make sure you're getting all their impressions um look at the inside of the house first then do the outside this way you're not tracking dirt and if if there is a instruction to remove your shoes then you shall remove your shoes and walk around the house without in your socks okay um and if another agent comes as you're leaving and you let them in keep in mind that your lockbox was the last one to open that key so you might want to lock it up and let them reopen it or just be aware and I would certainly communicate to the listing agent, hey, I just left, but Sally and um, her clients just went in the house. So, hey, that was a lot I crammed in there. And I hope that it is of value to you. This is going to be market-specific material. Uh, of course, this is designed for the peninsula area in Virginia. Um, but the bottom line is just take a lot of time planning this. Showing houses is a complicated process and educate your consumer, prepare them for what is to come, and just stay flexible. Thank you for joining me on Mission Forge. Please visit my Mission Forge group on Facebook and become a member, and you can read other positive content that people share. You can catch my videos, and you can participate and share positive content where we will experience iron sharpening iron. Thanks, everybody.